We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Not the JD doing a bunch of lineups on Wednesday and then just forgetting about them on Saturday. <laughs> I've done that before. I know. I, I know. <laughs> I'm close to learning my lesson, but I I am gonna throw some. <laughs> just not as many as I normally. Right. Perfect. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, please visit rotowire.com soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and Jamie Basso. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of rotowire.com. Joined by Skylar Redpath and J.D. Bazo to talk some Major League Soccer with a massive three-game slate this weekend, thanks to an international break or international play um, that has a lot of guys missing, um, some from the teams that are playing this weekend. So you're going to hear probably some names that you've not heard of <laughs> much this this season and uh, may not hear from them again. But um, guys, do you think this is going to end up feeling like just a regular three-game slate in MLS, or is it going to be a little crazier just because of these guys that most people have not heard of. <laughs> I think it's going to be pretty normal. Yeah. 
the the one thing is there's a lot of defenders out um or seemingly enough defenders out that it's going to make me kind of think differently about the opposing attacks yeah i don't think it's going to be too too crazy i mean there's definitely going to be some values that could emerge um but a lot of times in this situation i mean it's guys that um are have had a chance before or getting another chance so it's rare that somebody has a breakout game in a spot like this but i guess it could happen yeah that makes sense to me um all right let's jump right into the slate the first game is four o'clock eastern on saturday chicago hosting atlanta Uh, as we were talking about before the podcast miguel almarone is playing in a friendly in peru on thursday and is expected to fly back and meet the team in Chicago for the Saturday's game, which doesn't sound great in terms of starting. Uh, JD, who do you think starts for him if he doesn't play or if he doesn't start? Oh, man, that's a tough question because I, I would think he would be in there, but I guess you have Assad, you have Gressel, uh, going in, Carlos Carmona has been excellent. He uh, he should probably be considered for the All Star game as a defensive midfielder, and then you're probably slotting in Jeff Lorenowitz or uh, I guess a uh, Kevin Kratz mm-hmm. type of uh, Chris McCann would be another good candidate. He uh, was kind of a projected starter before the season, so he's been getting some substitute minutes. Uh, I guess he could go right in there, but in terms of playable guys. Uh, nothing really that exciting. <laughs> yeah, the uh, it sounds like Joseph Martinez is close. Like he traveled to um, to Vancouver last week, didn't end up making the eighteen, but all signs point to he's all signs point to close. I'll say that, <laughs> but I can't imagine he yeah. starts in his first game back. Um, Probably not. So with all those guys missing, Skylar, are there ones that you're you know? Do you still like the, any of the uh, Atlanta guys? Or do you find you're you're probably going to end up fading them? I still like guys like Assad and Gressel's prices crept crept up recently, but he's definitely been performing, so he's been backing up the price bump. I think from the Atlanta camp, and those are probably about the the top two guys I'm looking at, unless Almiron is in. Um, Yeah, don't really can't really find a reason to roster anybody besides those guys. Mm Maybe maybe Villalba. Um, I mean, he's hit or miss, but I guess you could lump lump him in. So three guys I would consider. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I guess I'll say that if Kratz is if you see the lineup come out like maybe a nice picture lineup and Kratz is the center attacking midfielder, which is very possible. I think he's a he's a good kind of attacking player that could get in the mix. He's only three thousand. Um, Chicago is going to be without Dax McCarty, so it's not a quite as intimidating a matchup on the road. So if if he's the guy that's really in there for Almarone, I'm probably going to think about rostering him. Okay. But if it's if it's the other low price guys, I'm probably staying away. Kratz is also minimum ten bucks on Yahoo. Oh, nice. So, not, uh, you're not able to take advantage of a price discrepancy. I guess you could do, or you take it on both. Uh, on the Chicago side, uh, the for FMLS, I went right to Schweinsteiger, and you guys were really high on Nikolic as well in your rankings. Um, 
what are your thoughts on stacking David Akam and Nikolic in FMLS and or DraftKings and or Yahoo? I'm fine with it on my end. Um, I do want to definitely want to try to, especially on FMLS, try to integrate some Kansas City attackers. And then I feel like Dallas is going to let in some goals too. So I wish Akam was a midfielder like he was last season because yeah. that would make this decision a lot easier. But um, DraftKings, I'm fine with it because you've got that utility slot. And Yahoo is a comma forward there too. Or? Yeah. Okay. You've got a utility spot there too, so I don't know. I'd be, I'd say, I'd, uh, DraftKings, I'd be most okay with it. FMLS and Yahoo, I'm gonna have to dig in a little bit and see which of the Portland and, and Kansas City attackers I might opt for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of agree. I think if you want to diversify, there's a lot of great forwards this week. They're all kind of in the same region for me. So I'm probably not going to be stacking too much. Um, I think Atlanta actually is one of the only healthy defenses that doesn't have anybody missing for international duty. So that's notable. But, I mean, Dom Dwyer's going against a, a defense of Montreal that's not going to have Laurent Simon, I'm pretty sure. Yep. I think Jay Maile is out, so he's kind of been helping out in the midfield. Uh, so I think, I guess, Kyle Fisher is going to be their number one center back, which is a little scary. He hasn't <laughs> even been... Yeah, a full-time starter this season. Yeah, uh, maybe Cabrera or Kamara is going to slot in there. But so I like that matchup a lot for Dom Dwyer at home, and then Fernando Adi. Same thing. Zimmerman and Hedges are both out for Dallas. Uh, they gave up two goals at home to Real Salt Lake, um, which is the equivalent of giving up probably three or four to any other team. <laughs> so on the road in Portland, I think Portland's going to get some goals. Fernando Adi's been been kind of. Uh, lethargic i don't know how to really describe it he hasn't been his usual self lately but he showed signs of breaking out last game and i i think i'm still going to trust him this week i have him as my number three forward i think skyler has him at four uh and zadroik has him at four as well yeah i was a little surprised to see him not that that's like that low but maybe i was just reading more into the just like you said the the dallas center backs are backups and maybe backups of backups so yeah i i guess i now see the skyler and zadroik both have nikola chakam number one and number two um atlanta it notably has a positive goal differential on the road so they're they haven't been bad on the road at all certainly that, uh, not as strong that was kind Go of ahead. skewed with the didn't they score six in minnesota or yeah that's probably true they <laughs> definitely haven't been as good uh on the road as at home that's for certain but, right All right. Um, and do you try any of the Chicago midfielders? Is it basically just Schweinsteiger or, I mean, we didn't get really much out of Janino. I saw some people playing uh, Polster last week. Yeah, I think Polster's in as a defender. He's a defender now, yeah. So that's that's a great play, I think, at, at defender because um, he actually is playing, I think, as more of a withdrawn midfielder. So there again, you've got somebody playing a little bit out of position which I'm always a fan of, of rostering guys that are playing out of position. So for Chicago midfielders, yeah, Schweinsteiger. I mean, if if uh, Juninho starts, I'll probably consider him just because he's probably going to be on set pieces. Um, 
but that's hard to, to build a roster around. So I don't know. I'll see what lineups look like when they come out and mm-hmm. go from there. Yeah, Janino didn't start last game, so I think he's probably a good option if he gets in. He's pretty cheap. But uh, I I really don't know what all the hoopla about Schweinsteiger is. He's really hasn't been that great on DraftKings, so he's not an automatic play for me by any means. I think he's he's decent, but I wouldn't go uh, locking him in as like my first first guy in the lineup. That's for certain. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a fan of 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 saying he's a lock, especially looking at the midfield selection now. I think blessing. For six thousand, if he starts, and I think he's probably in my lineup. Um, he's a midfielder now, so hmm. um, it's a pretty pretty solid play for a midfielder. The floor is pretty That's low, though, isn't it? I mean, I guess. I mean, he's. I'd say he's probably on par with Schweinsteiger, though. No, that's true. That's true. Nah, that's a and little he's, extreme. He's got a, <laughs> I'd say he's got a bigger upside in the role that he plays. So. Yeah, but you probably, I mean, Sebastian Blanco hasn't been that great, but he's only four thousand more. Four hundred more. Four hundred, excuse me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and Guzman's only three hundred less, and that's Skyler's favorite player in the world. Mm. I think he's yeah, gone now. Right? Him this. Yeah, won't be able to roster him this. Oh this man, what are you gonna do? Are you just gonna sit this one out? <laughs> no, Latif blessings. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> Do you no, like? There's some, there's some good select, some good midfielders in that pool. Even going down the line, Madronda, yeah, Madronda a lot. Morales. A lot of them feel like traps, though. I mean, Lamar coming off a hat trick. There's a. I mean, this is a an interesting slate, I think, and we're gonna have to see the see the lineups and adjust as we go, um, which is gonna be tough because one game's at four, one's at eight, one's, one's at ten thirty. Oh yeah. So this is. <laughs> This is your whole Saturday, yeah. but um, yeah. Thankfully, the, it's the only prize... three games, though. It's not like your alarm's going off every thirty minutes for three hours. Then, and admittedly, after the first game, you can kind of, if you really wanted to, you can slot in like some guaranteed guys to play. It's not going to be that big of a deal if you want to go do something else on a Saturday night. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think uh, Valeri and Failhaber to me are like the two guys I I really want right off the bat, but. Al Marone's a wild card with the, the friendly a couple days earlier, like we said. We don't know if Diaz is going to start. Um, guys like Assad and Blanco, Blessing, they're a little bit of wild cards as well. So it's tough. Yeah, Piotti, is, uh, he doesn't have Jamaili anymore. He's on the road in Kansas City, but they're a little depleted in the back. Very interesting group of midfielders, uh, kind of a similar group of forwards in terms of how you would project they would do. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a it's a very intriguing slate in terms of you're going to have to plant your flag somewhere, and I think a lot a lot of it's kind of a dice roll mm-hmm. this week. Um, yeah, you mentioned uh, Failhaber in this next game. The It seems like that's the – or it's not seems. That's – well, maybe it's – yeah, it's not Dallas. It seems like this is the biggest – um, mismatch of the of the weekend, um, but you're like you said, Sporting Kansas City are missing a few defenders. I mean, one of them's Graham Zuzi, who is not really. I'm not sure that <laughs> hurts them all that much. Um, it's true. Although I've been hearing that Eric Palmer Brown might get a start. Um, That'd be great. Which would be interesting. Yeah, not so much for DraftKings, but 
Um, yeah, is it basically that U twenty World Cup? That's right. That's right. Um, are you guys trusting Dwyer if he starts? JD is. <laughs> JD's got him as number one overall. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. That's why not? Less for sure. Yeah, I'm on board with him if he starts. He's expensive, but I mean, he's also one of the guys that could make or break the slate. So definitely, he's. Not, I mean, expensive is relative. He's no one else costs significantly less than you would consider better. I mean, Nikolic is 600 less. That's kind of minimal on a three-game slate with a lot of cheap guys probably coming in. So, right. Fernando Adi is the one that's overpriced, I would say, at 9000 when he hasn't scored in a century. Yeah, that's a tough one. Seven shots last game, though. Like you said, he's he's on the verge. Hmm. Yeah, one on goal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the top three, or yeah, you have Adi, and then it's possible, well, yeah, Joseph Martinez is probably not starting, Almiron might not, those are the three highest priced guys, or forwards at least. You have a Rudy at Portland, which... Revenge game, yeah. which, is it a revenge game after it's happened like six times? Um, <laughs> I don't know if... Yeah. We're... Yeah, why not? Sure. It's um, gotta be. I mean, we'll be saying Kai Kamara at Columbus is a revenge game for... Right. Until he leaves yeah. MLS. Like so. Ultimate, yeah. Uh, so what about Dwyer with the U.S. national team call up? That's pretty mm-hmm, cool, huh? Mm-hmm. Got to be a little motivation for sure, I would think. Yes, definitely. I was. Uh, I broke the news to JD that Tommy Mack got the call also. Yeah, Tommy Mack. That's <laughs> some big time, big time stuff for that guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's been learning from Pirlo for uh, over a year now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If only Pirlo could learn a little from Tommy Mack. Um, well, if he could get some, yeah, youth and energy, that would yeah, be great. That would be it. Uh, so no, uh, Jemaili does that, and you already said you, that kind of makes you not like Piotti that much. I, I'm not sure. Well, not at, not as much. Right, yeah, not as I much. Piotti's still Piotti. He's he's in good form. Yeah, playing at at KC though is never that easy. But no Beasler. And uh, I believe Roger Espinoza is injured. He isn't going to play with yes. the national team, but yeah. But, I mean. But okay. he's still not going to be in there, and he's a, a very good real life MLS player, even though we never talk about him for fantasy purposes. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, so, we, had, we already talked about Failhaber, Dwyer, Skyler mentioned Madronda. Um,. I'm not sure I'm going to go any further than that, really. Fernandez, maybe? I'm just going to blow a blessing off. Um, <laughs> we already mentioned him 17 times, right. so Andrew, that's a given. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, Fernandez too. is in there, for sure. Why not? He, he has a couple games recently with five or more shots. He has uh, the hat trick in his pocket from a couple weeks ago. He's very fast. He's definitely a guy that can expose Montreal defensively. Um, you're kind of talking about the Nikolic Akam stack, and I don't think there's really a reason you wouldn't want to maybe pivot to a Dwyer Fernandez stack in a, a GPP because it could go just as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. 
I think the the thing that jumped out at me about Blessing is just that he was he's been a forward up until now. So just seeing him at in that midfielder pool kind of caught my eye. Yeah. Because um, I feel like you're even with Madronda, you're kind of getting a, almost getting a forward with another midfielder. So um, yeah. Wouldn't you rather? Have... Wouldn't you rather generally have a midfielder than a forward though? Um, in certain spots, for sure. I mean, I think on a slate like this, though, you might rather have, you know, as much firepower as you can get. I just, I don't know how this one's going to play out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, like, with guys like uh, Go- or, uh, Guzman gone, where the cheap set-piece point's going to come from, that kind of thing. You're going to have to pay up for Valeri for, for Portland. You'd have to pay up for Benny from KC. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I like that kind of mid-range midfield play that's got the, the forward upside on a slate like this. Hmm. But I see your point. I mean, on a, on a general, on a standard slate, then yeah, a cash game, cash game build, you're probably looking for as many accumulating midfielders as possible. Yeah. No, I got you. I think the, my problem with Blessing is if you played him every single time he started this year for $6,000, you would be pissed all <laughs> except, like, one game. Yeah, and the the it's not a massive value or anything like that. I think it's just a positional thing for me. I mean, the, the price does seem high on him, especially because I think he started out at, like, 3000 something like that. Yeah, right. But I like, uh, I don't know, I'm kind of talking myself into a KC stack all of a sudden. Oh, do we think... I'll stop trying to. I'll stop trying to t- talk you out of it, and I'll just take your head to head. <laughs> Do we think that Schweinsteiger takes corners for Chicago? Looks like he split them with Polster last week. If Janino's in, I think that becomes very endangered. Okay. Yeah, if Janino's in, he's taking them. Um, did Vincent take any last game too? Yeah. I know he's taken a few. Nope. Three for wow, Schweinsteiger, Polster, huh? one for Akam, and two for Polster, yeah. Akam's, yeah, he's the guy that kind of sneaks in there sometimes with the corners. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I like but, the Akam, Nikolic, Sacker. That's where I'm okay with it is that if Akam's on some set pieces and he's going to be the accumulating forward, and you've got Nikolic coming in as that big upside goal scorer forward. So. Looks like Alvarez that's, that's took an interesting three slate. also. Everyone takes corners yeah. in Chicago. Yeah, there's yeah. a problem. <laughs> but uh, I think that uh, if Janino's in, I still could see Schweinsteiger taking some of them, just not all of them. Right. But at Janino's price, it's worth it's worth it. Yeah, I would I would probably prefer Janino to Kevin Kratz. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For the value. Right. That makes sense. And we'll get the no. You know, both of those guys. Right. That first game. What? Yeah, what's Janino on Yahoo? I'm trying to. Uh, oh, 14 bucks. That's that's okay. That's the same as blessing. <laughs> Can we stop talking about that guy? Um, let's talk about a guy from the last game who might be taking set pieces. Who's also 14 dollars is Javier Morales. Although I feel like every time we say Javier Morales might start, he doesn't again. But. Um, that's true that's fair the big I mean the big question marks are going to be in the back for Dallas like I, we know Arudi guessing Coleman gets another start 
Um, Maybe. <laughs> Barrios. And then Lamar will definitely get a start. Off the hat trick, That's yeah. Right. Lamar will get the start. Um, so who? So Lamar has Lamar has two huge games all season, and then the rest are pretty bad. Right, like really bad. <laughs> like... Yeah, like like totally ineffective. Anytime I watch him, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess they're actually a little better. Four points was a bit more than I had expected. Ugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. I just couldn't believe people played him last week. I guess, I mean, it makes sense, but, like, I, I can't imagine those people hadn't been burned enough this season thinking they were getting much out of him that, yeah, whatever. Um, Someone's bitter. <laughs> was, was, it, was it Cost already gone last yeah. game? I'm trying to... Yeah. Yeah, he the, was. If, he, if Acosta wasn't as hot, did you, did you say Javier Morales did start or didn't start? He didn't. So I think Lamar's taken a few set pieces, so I can I can see where people might move in that well, direction had, based lineup. He had, out. he had no crosses last game. Yeah, Barrios took the corners. Right until Maro Diaz came in. Yeah, before that game though, I think Lamar's taken some corners, so I think that's where maybe some people might have been drawn to him if they see that lineup come out and not knowing who's going to take sets and. I specifically told people on Twitter it was going to be Sermenio. <laughs> sort of. I, I said Sermenio, Gruezo, Lama, I think. And that was actually kind of the order it went in, I'm pretty sure. Sermenio. Oh, Sermenio. Okay. Came off the bench. Or no, he didn't even he didn't play. play. Okay, so it was the the game before then. Sermenio was the, the first one on the corners. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mauro Diaz played 29 minutes. That's a decent run out. That's a, was that a, that was a second game, right? I mean, yeah, we're getting yeah, close. Very exciting times here. He grabbed an assist, and man, am I ready for him to start playing uh, 70, 80 minutes a game again? Probably not an ideal situation this week, but hopefully the following week. Did he get MLS isn't showing an assist for uh, Diaz? That's weird. DraftKings is. Yeah. Well, they're listing it. That's weird. It's not in the box score, but it is further also, down. Also, I could have oh, well. I could have just guessed that he had an assist since they tacked six goals on RSL. Yeah, some kid who was born like six weeks ago scored his first goal. <laughs> yeah, I knew I was, I knew was Ferreira. I didn't realize it was David Ferreira's son. Oh yeah. I saw something uh, on a report a couple weeks or a couple days ago. Pretty cool. David Ferreira, for those who don't know, is uh, he probably would have been a accumulator for DraftKings purposes back in his. He put up some stats. Now his son's doing it at 16. It was my favorite seeing <clears throat> how he was the second youngest player ever to score in MLS, and to see that Freddie Adu wasn't even 15 when he scored his first goal. <laughs> 14 years however many days I'm just, that is insane there's a way to just ruin a guy's career yeah, nice and early on. that's mm-hmm. it poor guy anyway um, so uh, we like Valeri I assume um, and with Guzman out does that mean we think he's going to take all the set pieces or is it going to be Blanco and Valeri or how do you think that just, breakdown goes just let Valeri take them please <laughs> I think it should be. Yeah. But 
should and will. I mean, obviously, well, we don't know. Even if Blanco's taking set pieces, he's not uh, really have... doing anything else. Yeah. Yeah, if we're going based off of, you know, before Guzman's taking over, it's going to be Blanco, but. I mean, Blanco just hasn't been effective, so, um, yeah. Is there anybody, like, legitimate that you would take from Dallas? I mean, we kind of, like, talked about them, but nobody was really... I mean, Portland at home's a little better, but that doesn't... Portland's defense is still bad, yeah. yeah. I'm not really shying away from anybody for Dallas. Um, I think Arudi is in play. Then you have to figure out who you think is going to start in the midfield. Uh Grueso has actually been very good lately, not necessarily for fantasy purposes, but without Acosta there, he's having some room to kind of push up the field more. He did have two assists last game, but just overall, he he looks like a, a better player. He has a little bit more freedom. Yeshoa is kind of taking care of the very, very defensive midfield role. So I, I wouldn't mind throwing Grueso in for 3,300. Maybe even as like a guy you can pivot to if you... Uh, Playing for Javier Morales or something. Hmm. He's fifteen bucks on Yahoo, which isn't that cheap. It's not, but you get points for some other stuff on mm-hmm. uh, on Yahoo there that he would he would get you stuff for. Tackles one in particular, I'm thinking of. Oh well, you get that for drafting these two. <laughs> sorry, but yeah, hmm. passes that'll help. Oh well. Okay, um, he hasn't been that good on Yahoo. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all new. We're still, yeah, we're still, we're still learning. out this Yahoo thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it is it is uh, cool to see. I'm glad you know not just with Yahoo jumping in the mix, but DraftKings has has been bumping up their MLS prize pools too. So it's good. I mean, we've got options. We've got reasonable prizes to play for now. So. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, we're moving in the right direction. Um, all right. Um, that's the slate. Do you guys have anything else on that? That was quick and easy. I guess we didn't talk about defenders or goalkeepers at all. Oh, so yeah. Maybe we can. Yeah, let's let's dig in a little bit. I think one of the big discrepancies between DraftKings and Yahoo is Vitas Andruskovicius. Whoa. Uh, he well is done. Uh, 4700 so the tied for the third highest price on DraftKings. But on Yahoo, he's the minimum $10. Mm-hmm. So I'd be looking at him. He's a guy in the preseason, and early on in the season, he was getting very high up the field, joining the attack, uh, multiple assists in the preseason. I think he has one or two on the, the regular season. He got hurt for a little bit, but... He sent in six crosses last game, and I expect him to do some of the same uh, this upcoming game. I think he's a, a good attacking player. Some kind of, sometimes gets caught out defensively, but we really don't care for fantasy purposes. <laughs> no. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't let a, a podcast go by without breaking out the pronunciation guide. I don't know if I could have pulled that off as good. No chance. If you gave me like six weeks to prepare that, I wouldn't have been able to roll that off as easily as JD just did. I like a good challenge, so uh, <laughs> I think I, I learned that one pretty early. 
hmm. when he came over. Yeah, that's very impressive. Um, any of the goalkeepers stand out at you? I mean, the the home ones seem all like easy plays. Melia more than Gleason or Lampson. Yeah, Melia is kind of the guy I'm looking to right away, I think. But I I wouldn't say I'm confident. It's just who else are you going to take? Jesse Gonzalez is decent, unless you know if you don't think Dallas can get blown out, which I'm not sure I see them really getting blown out. I mean, he'll see a lot of shots, I think, so maybe that's a good tournament play for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know about at home. And, I mean, Evan Bush, Kansas City's not a team that racks up a, a ton of goals. Yep. Um, so he's 4,200. That's not bad. And Atlanta's not – Go ahead, Skyler. If we're talking Yahoo goalies, I'd be fine with rostering Leeson. He's $11. Oh, wow. Speaking in Yahoo budget terms. And he's, you know, you get that five point. I think you get five points for a sheet and five points for a win. So I don't feel like Dallas is, I don't know, they're not, they're missing some defensive options. Their attack seems like it'll be fine, but. I guess on a site like Yahoo, I'd, I'd be okay with playing, playing uh, Gleason there. You get a few points for a draw too. Yeah, you get four for a win, six for a clean sheet, two for okay. a draw. Yeah, that's interesting. But, uh, I don't that about the draw. At the same time, though, Dallas is a uh, probably the best road team on the slate, so I don't know. Tough, tough call. I think my preference for home keepers would go Melia, Lampson. Gleason, and then I'm probably totally contradicting the rankings that we have on the site. <laughs> <laughs> you but, had uh, uh, Amelia, Lampson, Gleason. That's exactly what you had on the site. Okay, good. But then I was, I'm was i kind of leaning towards Bush a little bit. Oh, okay. I know that they don't have their defenders, but Kansas City just has not gotten their attack totally together yet. I see I ranked Bush sixth for FMLS purposes, but in of, of daily six. fantasy, maybe he sees some more saves. Okay. That's reasonable. You I agree? mean, really, it's do the rest of your lineup and then squeeze in whatever keeper you can, I think. there's. It's not the weekend to fret about which keeper you're taking, my opinion. Yep. Yeah, and I think... Um... Jumping back around to the defenders here, you mentioned Vitas. I think I threw Pulser out earlier. Um, I think as a defender, he hit 13 points this last game, and he had five crosses, two shots. He was getting forward, even though he was playing more of that kind of – seemed like he, he slotted in for Dax almost. Um, but he looked really, really sharp. I mean, I haven't been a huge fan of playing Pulser in fantasy, but – I think now might be the spot to to roster, especially as a defender. Brandon Vincent's would, been pretty good too. Yeah, I was going to ask Skyler if he would play Vincent for five hundred more or Polster for four thousand. I think I'm leaning Polster just for the, a little bit of savings, and he impressed me against Orlando. I mean, gotcha. yeah, you're right. uh, Vincent's been Vincent's been solid for sure. He's been more consistent. But I think maybe Pulser might have just a little bit more. I don't know. I think Juninho will affect kind of how I play Pulser on Saturday. If Juninho's in, then I might downgrade Pulser a little bit. But as of now, he's probably one of my top plays going into the weekend. Hmm. 
interesting. I love Vincent. Vincent, I think every time I've watched him lately, he's been great. Yeah. So I'm I'm taking Vincent there for sure. Okay. Um Saad Abdul Salam, anyone? In for Zuzi? He came through with a goal last game, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm playing him over Vincent and Pulser because looks like he's right at about the same price yeah. as as Vincent. I'm probably staying away from him, to be honest. Nothing like a goal to really throw it off. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, for Vitas and Garza are right above him for a hundred more. That's where I'm going. Yeah. Maybe Alvis Pal if he starts. Any of the cheap Dallas guys? that would interest you whoever it is Gian or I, yeah I don't think so they kind of sat back last game even the fullbacks um, so I think Renaud would be the guy that's getting forward um, everyone else they're probably kind of sitting back just trying to play some good defense so mm-hmm. I, I'm largely staying away from the Dallas guys since they're on the road especially right alright that makes sense yeah, I don't know if you'll necessarily have to go there just with it being a three-game slate, and I think we'll be able to find some value. So I think uh, I think we can find it elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth saying I thought the Dallas guys were good last game, just not for fantasy purposes. Like Atiba Harris and Aaron Gian, I thought they were pretty strong. It was a decent result for the team they got put out there. Yep. Yeah, the nice thing is that we'll know, like, the the first real value guys we're going to presumably see are in that first game, like Janino and Kratz, like you guys said before. If one of them or both are in, like, that pretty much opens up a lot for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the night could only go wrong if we have surprises as to who isn't playing. Right. Which is always possible in MLS, that's for certain. <laughs> for sure. For sure. All right. I think that's uh, pretty solid. So, um, like we said, there's DraftKings, there's Yahoo now. There are a few other guys who are coming out soon, I think. So um, it's nice to see that we've got you know enough options for wherever you want to play MLS. So, guys, thanks for all the help, and good luck this weekend. Yeah, thanks, guys. Good luck. JD's going to be on a, a little vacation, so now's the time to jump in and uh, win some extra money. <laughs> Not around. <laughs> Have fun. Good luck, guys. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash blue wire. 
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.